0: Ladies and gentlemen, life's all about seizing opportunities. You need to be present, you need to be engaging, and you need to learn how to take chances. The wedding industry is no different, and you only get one chance to create the perfect day. Welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is AJ Cruz. I'm your host, and I'm here with my co-host, the, chao- the chaotic master of DJing.
1: Wow, that's <laughs> that's an introduction. Uh, the chaos word has brought up attention many times, but not quite like that. Jesse Swanson. Yeah. The, chaos productions dj service that's a mouthful actually like i've never really thought about that that's that's a lot your name the whole company name that's just there's a lot going on there just
0: chaos chaos chaos
1: dj (laughs) chaos chaos
0: i want to come up with a cool like co-host name where like i like introduce (laughs) you with a certain certain finesse a certain uh Pizzazz to it but um no super excited about this guys it's our second episode together um we're we're here we're here to chat it up with you guys spit a little fire give you guys a little bit of insight into where we're at in the industry but also our thoughts on the whole industry as in general as in general because i'm good at talking words are great for me <laughs> but i want to talk and i want to i want to talk it's gonna be a shorter episode for you guys but one thing that i want to talk with you jesse about and we can just go back and forth on this is how to stay happy in a stressful career? What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I I think first off the perception of our career, not being stressful is a thing we need to kind of clarify because we do love what we do. We do get to do some really fun, exciting things every single time we go to work. Like, I brag about my office, you know, I brag about what I get to do for a living on the flip side. That does not mean it's not stressful. Mm. Um, just because we enjoy what we do doesn't mean we're not stressed about it as we do it. Um, so with that said, yes, our industry is, is quite stressful. We get one chance at the perfect day, you know, pun intended. Love that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's really what it is. And the stress level that comes along with that, because we don't get to go back, you know, if somebody's listening and and they work a regular nine to five job, more often than not, they can probably go in the next day and fix a mistake that maybe they made the next day or pick up the slack of a, a previous job that they slacked on we get one chance. Like we show up that day, we have to perform 100% and it has to go off without a hitch. So the stress of that, there's nobody to pawn it off on. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have to manage that stress. Uh, and me myself, of course it's my passion. So that that's where my happiness comes from is knowing that I'm working for myself and and doing something I love. And also a a lot of my happiness comes from being able to show my kids what's possible Mm -hmm. to show them that you can do something you're happy with. You don't have to hate waking up every morning and dreading going into a job that maybe you don't love. Um, so just kind of being a mentor, of course, my kids, it's great, but I like being a mentor for everybody and showing them if you work hard enough, if, if you're willing to try, then you can be happy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And just to add to what you're saying, you know, how to be happy in a stressful career. I think if you, I think to with that, it's, it's big that you need to dial in like your definition of what is stressful and what's not stressful. Right. So for me, I hear people talk about how much they would never, ever, ever shoot a wedding because of how stressful it is, or because they don't want to deal with a bridezilla or whatever. But the mm-hmm. fact of the matter is, is dude, I've never walked personally. This is my personal experience. And I'd love to hear what you have to say on this. Yeah. I've, I don't, I don't think I've ever walked into a wedding stressed. Like I've never gone into it. Like, Oh no. Like I have to make sure I, like, I I hope everything goes perfectly. I I'm a, I'm very confident in my ability to um, put out fires, like I'm really, really good on the fly, so if something goes wrong, I'm pretty confident in my ability to just mitigate whatever is happening in the moment. So, yeah, for me, it's a lot. It's a lot about just the experience, um, but there are there are moments through the wedding day for me that are like you know there are things that are stressful. The wedding day as a whole isn't stressful for me. So, um, if something bad goes wrong, you know you just got to roll with the punches, man. Like it's, I feel like I just like word vomited just a brain fart. I don't know. But I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, I've definitely had weddings that were stressful yeah. um, for myself. Um, just because I've been doing it for this long, mm-hmm. I still get nervous every single time. Mm-hmm. And I've always told myself, if I lose that, then I need to wrap it up. Yeah grand entrance. My hands are always shaking. I'm always trembling because there's so much on the line, Mm -hmm. you know, like what if I mispronounce this bride's name? What if I, what if my microphone doesn't work correctly? Mm -hmm. Um, so there's always that stress, but a way that I have found to manage it is being proactive. I take, I'm prepping all week. I load my vehicle really early Monday or Tuesday. That way, I have all week to like contemplate the checklist in my head of Do I have everything in my vehicle? Do I have everything loaded on my computer? It's not a last-minute preparation Friday night. I'm I'm mentally preparing for that wedding all week, mm-hmm. uh, so that helps a ton alleviate that stress. And and I pass that on to my employees. I'm always messaging them midweek, maybe Wednesday, Thursday, say, hey you've gone through, you've got done everything, give yourself that extra day buffer to take care of any unforeseen issues. Um, so I think a lot of that, I started that process of basically, I get through the wedding this weekend. Starting Monday morning, I'm on the next wedding. My mind is laser focused on Mr. and Mrs. X and X. They're my focus for the next week. Uh, so that helps me kind of manage each event and make sure I'm I'm fully prepared. It's not just we work one day a week. No, my mind is in it seven days a week.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I guess maybe like just to clarify from me, like not that it's not that I'm not stressed on the wedding day. I might And I, I might be like mistaking my stress for just adrenaline. Like I, you know, it's, it's not that I'm, I'm not so much of a worry war. It's more of just like, okay, I'm there. I feel like energy. And I think my energy comes out in like the way I talk to like the couples, the way I direct them and stuff. So like, for me, I'm like, I'm not stressed. I'm just hyped, (laughs) you know? And so, yeah, for me, but no, I mean, I definitely see where you're coming from and it's not just like working that one day every week. Like, I like how you talked about. You know, you're laser focused on that wedding. You're just making sure that you have your checklist and like you're going through that, and you're making sure that everything's perfect for that day, and that you have everything that you need to be successful. Because mm-hmm. the wedding day, is, the wedding day is unpredictable. Right? Oh yeah, so it's yeah. You
1: know, there, and that's part of my experience. The fact mm-hmm. that I have done it so many times, I've been thrown so many curveballs, to where now my preparation today is much different than it might have been five years ago. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I remember when this happened. Um, I'll throw videographers under the bus a little bit. Yeah. Um, I have had two weeks in a row where videographers came and with their audio recorders, they didn't have any cords to plug into my system. I had all those cords, luckily, Um, but I feel it's kind of their responsibility. Like mm-hmm. half of a videographer's job is to capture the audio as well and while i'm happy to let them plug into my system and capture that audio it's not my responsibility to make sure i have the right cord to connect to their system mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm glad i did and we work together as a team and everything uh, but that's just just an example of curveballs i've seen that now i'm prepared for yeah uh, but videographers bring the cords man
0: <laughs> yeah no for sure that i'm guilty as charged man like you know when i first started it was it was, I, I just didn't have all the gear that I needed, but like now I tried and like, obviously I learned the same thing where I showed up and I was like, hey, do you have the cords? And I'm like, no, do you have the cords? And I'm like, shit, no. Well, looks like I'm strapping this bad boy to the microphone. You so know? it's
1: actually ironic just this week. Um, so one of the distributors that I buy a lot of my equipment through, yeah, um, they put out kind of a special package thing for sale. They called it like a, a back to work gig box. So they like built this fishing tackle box full of all the essentials, the the things you would not ever think you might need, but they come in handy once a year. The cable splitters, the the different th- cables that you need once a year. They built this box and said, here you go. We built it for you. This is everything you'll possibly ever need. And I'm like, heck yes. Like that is the perfect thing to j- just have in the center console of my vehicle for every scenario Mm -hmm. and if i need to save a videographer if i need to save an officiant who you know they don't have a cable for their microphone if they're providing their own like there's so many times that you can save somebody Um, i've for a long time had like an emergency supply box you need safety pins for example Uh, because what if one of the bridesmaids dress like straps accidentally breaks. Oh, if the DJ has got a safety pin in the van, he can save the day because nobody else probably has one. Um, So I think that's another way to eliminate stress. And what we do is just furthermore preparation, uh, becoming prepared for every scenario.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think kind of like for my, for me, like a final point to kind of add to that is, you know, Okay. yes, we can we can talk about the wedding day and we can talk about, you know, the different like our different perspectives on what a stressful day is, what a stressful day is and how we can mitigate it on the wedding day. But for me, I'm a huge proponent of taking care of myself outside of the wedding day, too. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't just apply to weddings, man. Like it's not I don't just do it for weddings. I do it for myself because, you know, people see us and they see us show up to the wedding day and that's it. We work that one day, but they don't see the Monday through Thursday of us selling of us going through the the ins and outs like the financial side of things the legal side of things to make sure that we have everything in order that's stressful in itself and so for me just so you guys can get a perspective you know some ways that I take care of take care of myself um and make sure that I'm in a good mindset and in a good kind of like I feel like I'm being healthy to like stay in a good like stressless mindset is you know right now I'm in in the middle of a program called seventy five hard so. Mm -hmm what this program does is it really helps me with my discipline, um, in the morning and getting my morning routine and making sure that I'm not wasting my time, making sure that I'm staying healthy with my physical activity, but also my diet. And those are all things that believe it or not, like they do play somewhat of a role. I know Jesse, you know, he he's 19 days from like out of like not using caffeine, right?
1: Yeah. That's, that's the longest I've been, I think in my adult life (laughs) without an energy drink is almost three weeks here. And it's something that seems very small and and it is, it's not a huge thing, but, um, yeah, I'm very guilty of not setting time aside for myself, staying too integrated in the business and not taking that time to kind of (laughs) decompress. Um, but yeah, here lately I've, I've kind of, you've been good motivation for me and just my fiance has been great and time to prioritize just some personal wellness. Yeah. You know, and in retrospect, that's going to help the business in the long run.
0: Yeah. I'm proud of you too, man. Like I don't, I don't say that from, you know, like, like even a podcast perspective, like off the camera, I've told you the same thing, but like, dude, like just the, I think it's just the fact that you've taken the steps like for yourself to like step away from, you know, something that Didn't seem like a big thing, but in retrospect, like it was kind of, it was, it was integrated into your body to a point where like, when you stopped, you know, drinking caffeine, you felt the physical effects of it. And that like, that can affect you on a wedding day, but like, dude, this goes back to like fit, like for me, like dairy, I used to feel sluggish and slow. Mm -hmm. I gave that up for 75 hard. And now like my mental is. 10 times more clear than it's ever been. Like I can and think clearly
1: that's the irony of it is I was drinking sometimes four to five energy drinks yeah. a day thinking, okay, this is giving me energy. This is like pushing me through my day, keeping mm-hmm. me focused. It was doing the exact opposite, um, without it and with so much more water and some better food. And like I said, I'm only three weeks, you know, Three weeks ago, I, I was awful. Eat whatever I wanted. And just in three weeks, my energy level has changed. I'm waking up earlier in the morning. I don't have that like almost like a hangout. I would drink a, a monster at 1030 at night. No problem, because I was so conditioned to the caffeine where it didn't lift me up anymore. It was just like a soda. Yeah. And now I can wake up. Eight thirty 30 in the morning, go do stuff. Like it feels like the day is so much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm seeing great effects from it. So physical health, uh, even if you're not in the gym three hours a day, even if it's just focusing on eating mm-hmm. right or changing one little habit mm-hmm. can make a huge difference. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And like to add to that, man, I've been reading this book called The Catalyst, which is like how to change anyone's mind. And it's not just a sales book. It's literally a book to help you change your lifestyle. And one of the things it says is, you know, we try so hard to push people to do something all at once. So like if for smoking, for example, you know, mm-hmm. we, we we sat there and we, we try to push these ads telling you how much it's going to kill you and how bad it is for you. And our natural reaction is to butt against it and say, okay, well, you think it's bad for me. That doesn't mean you're right. And so I'm going to keep smoking. Right. But then it's to, like, then they took the approach of having them ask themselves the question, what, like, what do you think this is doing to yourself and making them answer that for themselves. But then what you said was like changing little habits, which is another thing that they mentioned in the book, which is, you know, you don't have to quit drinking alcohol, like, at, like cold no. Turkey, or you don't have to quit drinking caffeine, cold Turkey. or You don't have to quit eating dairy, cold Turkey. That's what we chose to do. And it's working out well for us. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you are having an issue getting to the gym and I, this is, this podcast is, com- Take a complete left turn, <laughs> but but I'm super like I think this is really important because it plays into business. But if you're having a tough time getting into the gym, start with a 10 minute walk around your house or around the block just to like get some fresh air, get some sun, just just to get in the routine of doing something every day, every other day, every couple of days, and then slowly ease your way in. Maybe get a gym membership in a month, two months.
1: No, and I I think it, it totally plays in to this episode of how to alleviate stress in business Yeah, because a lot of it is doing something for yourself. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, being just better as a human being, focusing on yourself, focusing on your family. Um, Maybe some people take that one day a week and they say, I am not going to do any work on Tuesdays. And then they can focus that on whatever they want. Mm -hmm. If it's their family, if it's another hobby to get their, their mind. Um, I play video games sometimes I I got a group of friends that we get on and like two hours a night, late at night, after the family's gone to bed, Mm. we play some video games. Just, um, I play them. I'm not a gamer. Like I went years and years without a gaming console, but when I found out it was a way to hang out with my friends and just talk to them about things that weren't business related Maybe we talk about cars. Maybe we talk about what they're doing at their job. That's a big stress reliever Mm -hmm. for me. Um, It doesn't matter if we're really playing a game or not. It's really just having that conversation with friends and, you know, branching away from business for a short time. So I think that's another thing is to have something for yourself that is outside the business, Mm -hmm. whatever it might be.
0: Yeah. Somebody i look up to creatively named his name is peter mckinnon said it's important to have something to do that has nothing to do with what you love to do
1: yeah exactly like he said it way better than i did no sorry <laughs>
0: no and like what you said was great and but like i mean i hate people who knock video games i play video games you know not all the time but yeah. like cuz it i mean it's a it's a way to relieve stress that is the same as going to the gym or woodworking or whatever it is you love to do. So moral of the story, I guess, is like to kind of sum up everything that we've been talking about is, you know, the question at the beginning of this whole podcast was how do you stay happy in a stressful career? Yes, the wedding industry is stressful, but any any job, like it doesn't matter if you're a stockbroker or if you own a construction company, like, or if, if you're an employee in a company, if your job's stressful, it's really important to find what makes you happy like whatever that is. And so, like I said, and like, <laughs> I feel bad for phrasing that, <laughs> phrasing that the way I did, but no,
1: it was, it was perfect. But, it, like you took everything I was thinking and you put it in a, a perfect quote. So if somebody can like write that quote yeah. down, like put it on a sticky note on yeah. your computer desk or yeah. something.
0: Yeah. Get a, get an erasable marker right on your mirror. You know, I don't know if people do that. I I've done that once in a while, but it's important to, it's important to have something to do that has nothing to do with what you love to do. I love it. Take that. Take everything that we've said. We've talked about our experiences. Go find something. You know, people are like, I don't know what, what my hobby is. I don't have any hobbies. Go do everything. Go find something. Go, go try woodworking. Go build, go to build a bear and build it. Is that place even open? I don't, I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> go build a teddy bear. I mean, I don't know. Go, go dog sit, go do something. Seriously, go do something. If I, now I'm gonna start getting heated because I get so frustrated with people who are like, Well, I don't
1: have a hobby, I don't know what I want to do. It's like go do something. Like there's so much. Yeah. Like, and and one of you know, we want to wrap this up, but one of the the objections that pops up all the time is everything's so expensive, or right? yeah. I don't have money to do this. There like there's a park around you. There's a softball league, there's a book group like get involved in a group Mm -hmm. chamber of commerce is a great like side granted that's still involved in business uh but it gets you involved like in other groups of people yeah and then you can be like oh i found a friend that's a real estate agent we can go to have coffee and um so there's a million things you can do that you don't have to spend a dime to do Mm -hmm. Um, so don't let money be one of your objections because there's so much that you can, so Mm. many hobbies you can do that aren't building sports cars, you know?
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Put the phone away, put it in your drawer and get out of the house. Like you'll figure it out. Absolutely. This, this fucking device right here is the one thing that ties us down from exploring the things that we want to do. Yep. Seriously. It's ridiculous. I've found so much joy in morning walks, man. So, um, yeah. Go find something to do that has nothing to do with what you love to do. One, I want to say, I really appreciate anyone who like just sticks around, and listens to like me and Jesse go back and forth. Like that, like that in itself means a lot. Um, we don't do this for ourselves. We don't do this to make money. We do this for you guys. We do this so you can have a place to escape and learn something. Right? We're not Absolutely. here to shoot the shit. I mean, we are here to shoot the shit, but educational shit. Right? We yeah. throw it around like. <laughs>
1: We have, we have fun with it, and and the big thing is um, kind of like I said in the previous episode of you know a lot of people say why do you why do you give so much why do you want to help me or or whatever what do you get out of it um, even these podcasts I, I get the conversation mm-hmm. it, it it explores my mind yeah. it it makes me think about things that maybe I haven't thought of in a while so I think we're getting a lot out of just mm-hmm. the dialogue so while we're trying to pass this information on to you guys uh, in some sense, you're kind of doing us a favor as well.
0: Mm-hmm. You have such like, you collect your thoughts so well, and you're able to articulate what you want to say. <laughs> Me, I'm like, I'm a squirrel over here. Now I want to <laughs> jump over to this topic. Now I have this thoughts. Now I'm getting heated over here. So no, it's awesome. Cause Jesse and I balance ourselves out really well, but I like Jesse adds so much value to this show. He adds a completely different perspective. So, um, with that being said, guys, like, listen, let's build a community let's do that. I've, I've said that in multiple other episodes, but I'm, I'm so serious about how much I want to get to know you guys. And I want to hear from you guys because not only do Jesse and I get, you know, lessons that we've learned out of this dialogue that we have back and forth, but we also like learn a lot from the things that you guys say and the things that the input that you guys have. So, um, I just want you guys to know that you know your your the things that you have to say the words that you have to say are very valuable for us um, and maybe they'll influence a podcast episode here coming up. So sure. um, check us out check us out on social media check us out at the Perfect Day Show check out Jesse's company DJKS Production check us out on Instagram at Buttoned Up Weddings
1: share the post with your friends share guys. the
0: post share it up share it up with your grandma your dad your dog your sis your sister your parrot and we will see you guys in the next episode take what you've learned today take the notes. Get out there and make the perfect day.
1: Rockstar. See you guys.
0: Gang, gang.